Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Tuesday morning. Trust everybody slept well last night. Hopefully everybody had a good Monday. My Monday was a Monday. <laughs> I, uh, I had to go to the do- ear, nose, and throat doctor uh, yesterday, which is always just a blast. Hate and despise with all my heart. And uh, ever since I walk in, they're getting on my case about uh, the stupid mask thing and I don't know about you all, but I, every time I get somebody in my face about them stupid masks, I just I get so mad I can't see straight. And uh, I didn't get smart with the girl, but uh, it wasn't her fault. I wish it wasn't, it wasn't her policies, but uh, I think she knew I wasn't happy with it. Of course, she said she didn't like having to wear them either. And then uh, uh, my um, ears are really screwed up bad. That's one reason I think I stay sick so much. And they said my eardrum is um it looks like uh, cellophane uh, uh or saran wrap rather uh wrapped around the bones of my ear and uh in the the station tubes in my i mean my ears are screwed up and so that's one reason why they, they, they want to constantly put tubes in my ears and, and they always fall out so that's no fun and then uh, please say a prayer for me this morning uh you know we've had a lot of problems with vehicles uh you know brandy's tragic accident and my daughter hitting a deer and you know and then uh, my car had to have uh, a ton of stuff done to it at once cost his arm and a leg and then last night stupid me i went to make a right turn and i don't see what well at night and misjudged the turn hit a, uh, a huge ditch and uh now my radiator's leaking fluid, so please say a prayer. It's something that can be easily fixed because, uh, man, the last thing I need is a huge car bill right here at Christmas time. So uh, say a prayer for me. I've been uh, literally nauseated about it and sick about it, so say a prayer for me. You know, all we got watching this morning, we got Jennifer Honeycutt, Amy Oaks-Turner, Mr. Rusty Paws, Tracy Little, Kelly Jeanette Swift, and Darlene Barker. Appreciate all you wonderful people for tuning in this morning and uh let's go ahead and let's do our pledge of allegiance if we will if we may or whatever <laughs> hold on i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all praise god for uh, that wonderful pledge we get to say each day, and as I say every morning, we do live in the greatest country in the world. I know that uh, among the woke mob, uh, to say that we are the greatest country, they it it's, it melts the little snowflakes. They want to cry because they it, to them it screams elitism, and uh, we are. We are the innovators of the world. We are the place that. People can the the humble masses can come to and uh, have the opportunity you wouldn't have anywhere else in the world. We live in such a great country. That's why it's so frustrating for me and many others like me that uh, are fed up with this socialist regime that is in the White House right now. We're the laughing stock of the country. Uh, you know uh, now he's going to have to uh, bend uh, and uh, kiss uh, Vladimir Putin's backside and uh, trying to rally support here they're on the verge of uh, uh, afghan war and it's just uh, china uh, is threatening us because they dared to boycott uh, them for the olympics and uh, you know guys i don't know the future i don't know what's going to happen good morning karen smith don't know what's going to happen all i know is god's in control Nothing more is going to happen what he's going to allow to happen. Uh, you know, it's uh, not to sound like a negative Nancy this morning, but, uh, you know, you look in the Bible, and as great a country as this is, there's not even a 
blip on the radar uh, in regards to us. And uh, uh, as, as wicked as this country has become, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't fall. I hope pray that doesn't happen uh, for uh, my kids' sake and um, families and across the country. Uh, but all we can do is pray that this country will turn back to the Lord and that our leaders will turn to God and we'll see souls saved. But no matter the outcome, good or bad, we know God is there and God is in control. And all we can do as we do each morning is to get up and just trust Him completely, utterly, and totally. And because uh, getting stressed and worried and upset about it ain't going to change a thing. It's just uh, all we can do is that uh, we trust and, and that God's going to got a perfect plan for us. And maybe Jesus will rapture us out of here sooner than later. So that's what I'm hoping. I tell you, I'm. I feel like I'm on one of the, I hate roller coasters. I'll be honest with you, I hate roller coasters. That's what I feel like that we're on as a country. And uh, I'm like, hey, stop and let me off this thing. You know, <laughs> my, my wife and daughter, they love him stupid things. And when he's down in Florida, they talked me into riding the Hulk uh, roller coaster. And, oh, my gosh. You know, most coasters, you know, they you know, do the click, 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 and then it takes off. No, no, not this one. It's like being strapped to a torpedo. It took off as soon as they said it's going to go. It, I mean, shot out of there. I tell you what, I, G-forces, I feel like my uh, uh, heart and intestines were in the back of my spine. I couldn't wait to get off that stupid thing. I hate roller coasters with a passion. But uh, So if you all like them, more power to you. I could care less. All right. So let's look at our morning passage. It's Galatians chapter 1, verse 10. For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. You know, I have, uh, maybe I've harped on it too much. I don't know, maybe not enough. Uh, you know, sometimes, as I've said many times before, as a pastor, sometimes you have to be repetitive. And uh, people may say, you know, well, gosh, he said some of these things many times before. But, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, like my kids, I'm not saying that you're like my kids. I'm not talking down to you. Ladies, I'm not mansplaining, <laughs> nothing like that. But as a stretch of imagination, as, as an illustration, uh, when talking to my children, uh, it is, uh, uh, you know, sometimes you have to repeat yourself two or three times to get it through their hard heads, you know. And I think as Christians, myself included, we all have a hard head. And sometimes it, it you know, takes repetition to get through to us that God's trying to say, listen, wake up, listen to me. You know, like Dad used to say when he, knew he, when he was talking to me, he knew I was zoning out and I was daydreaming, uh, just like I was at school, uh, you know, years ago as it and when I was a kid, I went to Tri-City Christian School, and I hated it. I mean, I can't put into words how bad I hated going to school there. Now, my sister, she loved it, but I despised it. I, I just wake up in the morning just sick to my stomach, wanting to throw up. I, was, I hated it that bad. And I sit in that classroom, and I stare. There's no windows in it. It's like being in prison. And I stare at that center block wall and imagine... Uh, portals opening up and going to other places because I just I wanted to be anywhere but there, you know. But anyway, Dad would, uh, he could tell I was zoning out. He'd, he'd start snapping his fingers. Listen to me, listen to me. T tattoo this on your brain, you know. And I think sometimes as Christians, we got to get our attention. Hey, listen, listen, listen now. Tattoo this on your brain. And, you know, we there is a danger, you know, when we, um, 
in this world, there are people out there who want to please God, man more than God. That's a sad thing among evangelical Christians and churches alike, pastors. They want affirmation from the world, and they don't want to be God-pleasers. They want to be man-pleasers. I always like this. Uh, I always like the group Petra. Of course, I like the older uh, Petra songs from back in the 80s. And one of the songs that they have I love to listen to is, I want to be a God-pleaser, not a man-pleaser. And uh, there's a real problem with that, you know, in, in reference to uh, going to Tri-City Christian. I uh, I told you I was uh, in fights here and there, and uh, I still got a receipt where me and a boy got into a fight and uh, knocked a typewriter into the floor and busted it up. And and uh, uh, it is, uh, I've always had problems with my self-esteem and weight issues and it's not an issue anymore i'm just fat so but uh, you know it is uh it, it's easy to uh want as best way but you sometimes you just want people to like you you know and uh growing in up and uh having to deal with a bunch of jerks all the time it uh, uh kinds of kind of jades you a little bit you know and uh, it hurts when you don't think somebody likes you and i think it's true for a uh, par for the course for most people they want people to like them and uh, when somebody doesn't like you or they are throwing uh shade as the children say today <laughs> it's uh you know it, it hurts you're like what's going on what's wrong what did i do you know that, that feeling of rejection that people don't like to like to feel or, or deal with and, uh, and I think that's one reason why we see in comments on social media and stuff as uh, well-intentioned individuals, you can be sincere, but you can be sincerely wrong. And I think that's why you get a lot of Christians when it comes to controversial issues of, of abortion or homosexuality or, or things of the like, that they uh, uh, will say, well, it's not my place to judge. That way, they're not really going out against it. But at the same time, they can make everybody else happy. They think everybody thinks they're just benevolent and loving and wonderful people. My friends, you know, I'm not out to hurt anybody. And I want to speak the truth in love. I don't I want to, you know, and I may say something disparaging according to the world standards. Uh, and when I, when I speak out against something like homosexuality, I'm talking about it as a whole, as the agenda, the left-wing push of what is going on. I get angry and I may say things uh, in regards to that. But now a one-on-one individual, uh, I will talk to them with as much compassion and grace and love as I can and trying to explain to them uh, the way to Jesus Christ. I'm not uh, beating whether it's them or the alcoholic or the drug addict or whatever, beat them in the head with a Bible and say, you got to change you sinner they know they're a sinner they know they've messed up they don't need us to remind them all we can do is show them jesus christ make them understand they're in need of a savior and that they are and that they are, are indeed worth saving once they come to jesus christ our personal lord and savior that's when the change occurs that's when these things with that uh, uh that we know is wrong we see that fundamental change in their lives that god puts them on the right path and gets them in the right direction it's not up to us to change individuals and this world of of woke and uh cancel culture uh, uh it's uh, christians become more and more spineless and weak need uh, we need men and women as god called us to be to stand up in the face of these things that we know are wrong. That's what the Apostle Paul was doing here. Uh, the uh, uh, the Jews, the Pharisees, all they cared about was the law and pleasing man and, and keeping up with these things. And they were 
uh, preaching a false religion, a false Christ. And that's why the Apostle Paul was more or less getting in their face and telling them, hey, this isn't this is not how it's supposed to be. And you're not following the one true God. You're not following, you're not on the right path. And I'm going, you know, as he puts here, am I trying to please man or am I trying to please God? What, where, what, where am I at here? Where's the approval at? And I think that's where Christians need to decide where they're going to be. Either I'm on fire for God or I'm going to follow the things of the world. Cultural societies will always change. God's word will never change. The same today, yesterday, and forever. It will never change. It's static. But so many Christians want to pull societal issues and cultural standards into God's word and try to change it, and that's not how it works. The world's going to hate us. God told us this. Jesus told us this. The world will hate you because they first hated me. We cannot worry about you know uh, the offense of other people. It's one thing I put on a Facebook yesterday by John MacArthur, is that our our lives have always been an offense to God. So let people get offended. Who cares if they're offended? That's why they they throw these these terms out there to uh, try to shut us down when they say you're a judgmental you're a bigot you're hate field you're you know all they throw those things out there because they know for i hate to say it for a lot of christians that shuts them down oh no no i don't judge now my daddy said not to judge now my granddaddy said not judge and uh i just love everybody well that's fine and dandy man you love everybody to death that's fine and good i'm not saying being nasty to anybody but we cannot tolerate sin and i don't care if you're a straight individual, if you're a gay individual, I don't care. If you identify with 32 flavors, I don't care. What the, the fact of the matter is, we need Jesus Christ. And we cannot, God's wrath and justice must be fulfilled. We know that God is loving and kind and benevolent. Those are true. He loves unconditionally. But at the same time, these people don't need you to condone what they're doing. We need them to say, listen, what you're doing is you're letting yourself straight to hell. You know, I, I was reading an article yesterday. It came up on my Google News that uh, really just. Uh, uh, blows my mind and the mentality of people like that um shoot uh, the guy that played jethro bear um i can't remember his first name but anyway he uh uh he's talking about how he had a hard time uh doing other roles uh outside of the clamp it's because every time everybody saw him they thought jethro and he had a hard time because he was so typecast and so he was more of a writer and producer and director and done more things behind the scenes and he listed several movies that sounded familiar i don't really know what they were but the thing that really stood out to me the most was towards the end of the article uh, apparently they asked him something about his beliefs or where he was headed uh max bear thank you darling where he was headed uh, i should remember that because my grandfather's middle name was max uh but it is um said that uh, some of them come up to the point if he was he going to go to heaven he said i don't know if i'm going to heaven or hell if i go to heaven great if not i'll be uh, in hell shaking hands with a lot of my buddies and i thought man what a horrible horrible th thing to know here this guy he's, he's pushing 90 years old or and uh, uh i just don't understand that people don't get the fact that hell is eternal torment you're not going to pull up a hot coal and drink you a beer and hang out with your buddies and party for eternity that's not what that's not, let me further from the truth it is called hell for a reason and people need to get it through their thick skulls that hell is real heaven is real and you better be making the choice where you want to be and if you were if you spend an eternity in hell i'm Guys, the absence of God, the absence of light, the eternal torment and the screaming and the gnashing of teeth, 
my friends, oh my gosh, that you should be terrified at the very thoughts of spending eternity there. And that's why, you know, we need to make sure that our hearts is right with Jesus Christ. We've, we've accepted Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, into our hearts and knowing that we get to spend an eternity in heaven. And you need to ask yourself, if God said today, why should I let you into heaven? What is your response going to be? Well, Lord, I was good. I tried to be do good things. I didn't judge nobody, and, and I was trying to make everybody happy. Well, that will get you in. If you say, because I believe and trusted in your son, Jesus Christ, knowing what he'd done for me, knowing that he shed blood for me, knowing that he died on the cross for me, knowing that he rose from the grave for me, uh, that I truly believe with all my heart what he has done, that he is my Lord and Savior, that's going to get you into heaven. But my friends, you know, we have a real problem, and people, uh, they're, they're preachers alike, are scared to, to say, speak out, and speak up things that they know are wrong. Why? Because they want to please man. See, and, and they because they want to make sure they keep a fanny in the pew. That's why there's very little apologetics taught in churches. That's why there's there's uh, uh, less and less uh, doctrine and theology and things that need to be heard and taught from the pulpit, less conviction being taught from the pulpit, less uh, of an understanding of a a need for a savior from the pulpit what do they do they inundate everybody with entertainment great activities everybody just having a good old time patting each other on the back the kids just laughing and having a great old time but nobody's learning a darn thing you can walk up to us and what'd you uh, learn at your church today uh i don't know but well, we're going to have a big get-together this week. I mean, you know, it, it, what are you learning? What do you understand? It's just like when I was at Luther Rice at my, at my, uh, when I was graduating with my bachelor's degree, and this guy gave a grand oratorical um, exhortation of Scripture. I can't remember what it was uh, at this point, uh, what, it, uh, what it even said. And I'll be honest with you, I couldn't tell you what he said then. I mean, it sounded tremendous. He was articulate and enunciated all the words, gave the right pause uh, when he was supposed to and, and for dramatic effect. And I told Dad, I said, man, well, I wish I could speak like it. He said, yeah. He said, he spoke well, but what did he say? And I started thinking, I thought, what did he say? I can't remember what he even talked about. But boy, he put on a good show and he was entertaining. My friends, as Christians, we have been set apart. We are sojourners. We are passing through this land. And you better get it through your heads that we're not here to please man. I'm not saying be a jerk to everybody you walk to and say, well, I'm not here to please you. Screw you. You know, a, you know that's the wrong mentality. We have to be that light in the world of darkness, but we have to be the salt of the earth as well. So you need to ask yourself, am I looking for affirmation from other people? You know, that's one in the little uh, written thing that was put on Facebook this morning. I put on there, uh, you know, who cares? We're going to get the point. You know, I was talking about, uh, I put on there about uh, uh, the fugitive. And uh, Tom Lee Jones, you know, when uh, Harrison Ford says, I didn't kill my wife, he says, I don't care. That's where we need to get to the point of who cares what the world thinks? Who cares what the uh, what they think of us and what they have to say? And uh, who cares? I don't give a rat's derriere when somebody, they want to put something on Facebook and, and run their mouths. I don't care. I, all I know is I got to do what I, I feel is right in the eyes of God. And if you don't like it, then you know what? Uh, 
just bury me up, bury me upside down, and with my backside sticking out, and everybody can just kiss it. <laughs> you know, now that may sound like, well, boy, that's that don't sound like very uh, uh, preacherly like. May not be, but uh, you know, I just I'm done with with I'm just sick of the society and the cancel culture and the woke crowd. I'm just done, guys. I'm sick of it, and I'm tired of Christians acting like a bunch of weak, spineless weenies. And, you know, it's time for men to stand up and be the men and the husbands of their homes they're supposed to be, the spiritual head of their homes they're supposed to be, to have their family and church, to demonstrate the love of Christ, those principles. And ladies, we need you to do the same thing. That's why God's Word says for the older ladies to train up the younger girls in the ways and the things of the Lord. We need women to start being women and standing up for the things of God. Quit kowtowing and, and, and cowering away when the world decides to call us names. It's time for us to stand up. You know, like I said, I was bullied a lot in school and i would take and i would take and i would take and finally i'd come up and start swinging because i just had all i was going to like popeye i just had all eyes could stands and i couldn't stands no more and um that's the way i feel as a christian and as a conservative and uh is i feel like the uh the government and the world and society is just pushing and pushing and pushing and guys i'm had uh, to, you know i'm not saying physically uh, swinging but in a uh, ideological way i'm just ready to start swinging i'm just done and i am tired and i'm tired of uh, of everything perverse and evil is okay but if everything godly and good is evil you know the wild's word said we would see that in in the last days good would become evil and evil would become good and we are seeing that now and you're not doing yourself any favors by looking to get approval from man my friends it's time that we we, we serve god with all of our heart soul mind body and being we're either on fire for god or you're not and my friends if you are if your wood is wet then i encourage you to get yourself in the place where you need to be on fire for jesus christ we are in the last days and i don't care if uh, the world if every single person in this world hated my guts so be it but i want to serve jesus christ and it's time we all need to start standing up and do what is right in the eyes of God and quit caring about what anybody or in this world thinks about us. I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. And uh, I know you probably want to hear that as well. So uh, time to stand up. And uh, like old Aaron Tippin said, you know, we brought him in years ago. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us every day to be bold, to be courageous, to stand for what is right, for what is true, what is honorable in your eyes. Lord, let us not worry about what the world thinks, but let us do what is pleasing unto you. Lord, if there's anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I want to again pray for the family of Marlene Kellner and uh, I pray that you be with the family of Patsy Villani as they're all dealing with the loss of these loved ones. Be with Kathleen Helton and pray that you continue healing upon her and Kim Penix and Ginger Hood. And Lord, I pray that you be with Larry and Donna Knight and be with all those who are watching this morning, that you'll give them peace, give them strength, give them encouragement, give them safety. Be with our children as they're going to school and work. And be with our spouses as they're going to work as well. Let everybody have a good, wonderful, and blessed day. We thank you, we love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a good day today. I'm sorry I got a little... Uh, um heated this morning i guess <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes when i get done brandy meets me upstairs she says uh i don't know if you should have said that or not but uh, probably there may be things i probably shouldn't have said 
uh, but sometimes like i said you just got to be blunt and uh just tell it like it is and, and let the chips fall where they may <laughs> so hope everybody has a great day today a fantabulous day and remember live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching god bless